All right, NBA fans. So here I am with John from Clutch Talk. John, how are you doing? It's been a while since we last spoke. Man, I'm doing good, bro. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a while. Uh, but, you know, I had to get back on here with my guy, uh, Big Shot, man. I'm happy to be on here, on here with you. We got a lot to talk about, bro. We just seen two exciting games. Um, but I'm happy to be on here, man. I'm happy to talk some hoop with my guy. Yeah, same here. So let's jump right into it. Um, so let's start with the first game we saw today. Today was the start of the play-in. Um, so we got to see uh, the Celtics, or excuse me, not the Celtics. We got to see the Nets play today. Uh, they beat the Cavs. Um, so the Nets are going to play off, are going to play against the, the Celtics here in the first round. Um, so looking at the Celtics versus the Nets, the Celtics have been really hot, maybe the hottest team in the NBA in the year 2022. Um, the Nets I mean, they filled us all with a bunch of questions and doubts. So, but here in this last game against the Cavs, they look pretty good. Um, so between the Celtics and the Nets, who you got? You know what, man? As much as as much firepower as the Nets have, and and I mean, we just seen it. We just seen it firsthand. We saw Kyrie and KD both not even miss a shot in the in the first half. And Kyrie missed three shots the entire game. But you know what? To be real with you, man, they didn't they didn't win that game by a comfortable margin, man. They really had to scratch that out against a young Cavs team who, mind you, did not have Jared Allen, a huge vital piece to what they do, like an extremely vital piece, both on the offensive end and on the defensive end. And they didn't really they didn't really have a comfortable uh, commanding win for me to feel good. Uh, going against a team like the Celtics that really, uh, really since they after they got Derek White has has been rolling, man. I know that early in the season, the Celtics kind of got off to a slower start. People didn't know Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum were going to work out. But since they got Derek White to be that facilitating point guard to kind of run the show, uh, they've they've really took off. So, you know, to answer your question, man, I think that I I think that for the Nets to win, it would it would it would. Kyrie and KD would need to have heroic performances like this almost every game. And to be real with you, I, I, as as great players as they are, I don't know how sustainable that is to a seven game series. The Celtics are the Celtics, in my opinion, right now are just looking like a deeper team. If Ben Simmons comes back now, listen, now that's a different situation because Ben Simmons is a, a great all time defender. Could be a, could, could be a great point guard. I just can't shoot, you know, run the floor, but. Uh, to answer your question, I'm, I, I got to go with the Celtics on this one, man. But how about you, my guy? How you feeling? First off, I want to say I don't want to hear any more Ben Simmons is coming back for the playoffs. Come on. <laughs> he hasn't played in like a year almost. He's going to go from not playing anything. He's had one lousy practice where he had his phone in his pocket. Uh, that's all he's that's the only practice he's had all year long. Uh, and you're going to say that he's going to go from that to, you know, all of a sudden his mental health problems are all gone. Everything is solved. And now he's going to jump right into the playoffs against the Celtics. Um, and, you know, he's not a shooter or anything, but he's a defender. And that takes a lot of moving and stuff, you know, so that's not easy on your knees or on your back or anything coming back from injury. So you're going to tell me that, you know, you're just going to ease him into the playoffs or into the into the playoffs yeah against the Celtics you know against having to guard Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown or even Marcus Smart would be really hard to guard you know coming off an injury so you know I I don't want to hear any any more about Ben Simmons that's just so unrealistic to me um you know unless he's been like really practicing and you know 
going all out and which, you know, that is what some reports are saying. Some, I read a report saying that Ben Simmons feels like Jordan because he's walking around the facility and he's playing so well. Um, so, I mean, I don't know how true that is, but yeah, I mean, so I'm not going to count Ben Simmons in that, but I mean, looking at Kyrie and KD today, they looked, they look like a completely different team. Um, you know, they ended the first quarter, I think it was 40 to 22 or 42 to 22, something like that. I mean, if they can play like that, or at least close to that throughout the playoffs, you know, they can go hard, but the bad news for them is they have to play the Celtics. And like I said, they're the hard, the hottest team right now. They're top five in defense offense. Uh, Jason Tatum is playing out of his mind. Um, you know, their defense, like I said, top five, I mean, Marcus smart is playing really well. Now good news is that Robert Williams is out for the Celtics. Um, so who knows how, how much different they're going to play, how much that affects their defense. Cause he's a really good defensive big, um, so it's, you know, I'm really interested to see how this goes. I'm going to say the Celtics in six, um, just because I'm trying to be realistic, but I would like to see the nets come out of this in seven, Ooh. if it was up to me, which I think is what's going to have to happen if they do beat the Celtics. I think that they're going to have to do a whole seven game, uh, series. Um, but I just don't see it happening. Uh, you know, I think that the Celtics are going to pull it out. Um, did you say who, who you have? You know, I, yeah, I have, I have, I have Celtics. I agree with you Celtics in six, but I do want to add this, this little caveat that, you know, as you were talking, it kind of really got me thinking if it comes down to a game seven, it, I think the Nets are going to pull it off. I mean, K, there KD's out there, right? You know, okay. that's as, as much as, as much as I think KD is insecure soft and all of this for his off off court off the court dramas but i mean they got kd the man who knows how to put the ball in the basket they got kyrie irving i mean we just seen what kyrie irving does out there in a one game off like if it's a seven game uh the seventh game i definitely think the nets are going to be able to pull it off but i don't even think the celtics, the celtics are going to let it get there man but but yeah that's how i feel i think celtics in six yeah yeah it's a tough one um but like you said, it is KD, it is Kyrie. Those are probably the two guys that you would want, you know, out of anyone in the whole league, you know, for a game seven. So if they can push it to a game seven, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it really, it's up to, you know, Kyrie and KD, how far can they take them? Uh, Kyrie today was ridiculous. He was shooting 12 of 12 from the field and then he missed his next three shots today. Um, but still amazing. Um so yeah, I, I I also have the Celtics. Um, so let's go ahead and move on to the the Bucks and the Bulls. Now uh, this is a really um, I'm gonna say disappointing one. You know, this is one. You know, earlier in the season I would have been really hyped up to to watch the Bucks versus the Bulls, uh, but the Bulls just haven't been themselves. You know, really since All Star break, um, they just can't seem to beat a good team now going into the playoffs, you know, that's all that's left are good teams. Um, do you see the bulls uh, being able to make this a competitive series uh, or do you just see this as an easy win for the bucks? 
Man, as much as I wanted my bull, not, now I'm not gonna say my bulls because I'm a Lakers fan, but as much as I wanted to see the Bulls do good, man, because you know, come come earlier in the season and and you know, uh I'm on my on my podcast, you know, quick quick uh quick plug, you know, shout, shout out clutch like real quick, you know, go check out the podcast. I um when we did a early season preview, I had the bulls sitting high, I had the bulls in like the second to third seed, and they I remember, letting, I remember they weren't they weren't they weren't letting me down. I mean, Demar, Zach, uh Lonzo. So, um, Patrick Williams, Vooch, that team was rolling and injuries happened, COVID happened. And like how you mentioned, after All-Star break, they just could not beat any good teams. And the one glaring deficiency since the beginning of the year, what was it? No big man. And I, I, I really was pushing for a use of Nurkic or just getting somebody before the trade deadline. Yet they got Tristan Thompson, right? <laughs> That's just not going to cut it. Tristan Thompson just isn't that guy anymore. Uh, he's just not going to cut it. So Unfortunately, man, um, I think that this was the absolute worst matchup that the uh, the Bulls could have got because they they struggled guarding big men. The Bucks are a bunch of trees in there, and they have one big man by the name of Giannis Antetokounmpo who can just do about anything out there. So, man, hey, my guy, I, unfortunately, as much as I want to see the Bulls do good, man, this is just not the year. Um, I'll be surprised if the Bulls even pull off a game. To be honest with you, that 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 might even sound a little disrespectful. So maybe I'll say maybe I'll say Bucks in five, just because Demar he's been balling out. You know, I don't want to I don't want to put it past him, man, but. I do. I just want to throw this out there, though. Uh, earlier in the season, when the Bucks and the Bulls played, Demar had a great game, uh, great game, but but Bulls still got blown out. So it, it's it, I I don't think that that there's anything the Bulls can do here. I think this is a you know try 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 your best out there and then get ready for next season with a healthy roster. Yeah, I'm completely with you. I think it's going to be a gentleman sweep. I think it's going to be a five-game series. Uh, you know, unfortunately, without Lonzo Ball, I think that, you know, this Chicago Bulls team is just a shell of itself. You know, Lonzo, to me, is a guy that's, you know, able to orchestrate everything and make sure, you know, that the ball gets to where it needs to go. Um, without that, you know, they still have, you know, other players that can do that, but, you know, not to the level that um, – Lonzo Ball does. Um, DeMar DeRozan has been incredible. Um, you know, I would put him on an all NBA team. I would put him probably on third or second. Um, but, you know, they need more than that. You know, their defense isn't that great lately. Um, you know, the, like you said, they've had injuries across the board. It's been incredible. Um, you know, but, you know, like I said, I think it's going to be a five game series, maybe even a sweep. I'm kind of feeling exactly like you are, you know, I, I just have no faith in them whatsoever. Um, I do think that the games are going to be close uh, just because I think that DeMar DeRozan and uh, Zach Levine are going to will the team to, you know, at least make it a competitive game um, in most of the games. Um, but yeah, I, I see the games, you know, being relatively easy for the, but I think it's going to be a nice warm up for the bucks basically. <laughs> um, so next up we have my team. Um, now we went, I was going into this playoffs. I was going in so excited. Everything was going great. The team, this is the most wins we've had since 2011, you know, everything, you know, mass fans were in cloud nine. And then all of a sudden we're in the last game of the series against the Spurs. Of course, it always seems to be against the Spurs when we get some sort of injury like this. Um, but in the fourth quarter, 
Luka Doncic, he had a non-contact um, injury to his calf. So now he had an MRI today. So um, he was ruled to have a calf strain. Um, so they didn't really give us much info today. Um, but yeah, so the Mavs might have to go into this series um, without Luka for the first two games or so. Maybe. Now he could come back and just be relatively you know, he could be 100% and ready to go and he could kick some ass. Or we might have to, you know, wait some game. We, Mavs fans, are going to have to wait to watch Luka play until, like, game three or something like that. Um, now, good news is there are five days until the playoffs. Um, so that gives him some good rest. And from what I see, you know, he's rehabbing the entire time. Um, but, yeah, looking at this, the Mavs against Utah. Mavs, like I said, have been – really right there with the Celtics when it comes to teams being on fire. Um, you know, they are right next to the Celtics when it comes to wins record wise, defense has been really improved um, against Utah who, you know, has diminished, you know, their chemistry is awful. You know, there's new reports every day about, you know, Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert or some of these guys not getting along. Um, Quinn Snyder, the head coach, he has not decided to re-sign with the, with the Jazz, which, you know, that's got to be a sign right there that there's problems going on. Um, so looking at all that, uh, Joe Ingles was traded, uh, you know, just a whole bunch of stuff going on in, in Utah. Um, so looking at Utah versus Dallas with the possibility of Luka being out, maybe, a couple games or maybe not, you know, um, but looking at this series, who do you see coming out of it to go to the next round Mavs or the jazz, man, I'm so sorry about what happened to Luca, man. And especially being a Mavs fan, my guy, yeah. that hurts because I mean, you know, all-star players do all-star players for their teams do so much, but I feel like Luca's on a whole nother Luca does practically everything for that team right mm -hmm. i mean thank thank thank, uh, thank the lord for uh, spencer dinwiddie coming in and he's been he's been mm -hmm. balling out thank the lord for the emergence of jalen brunson who's been really helping them uh, stay afloat but i think that luke if lucas presence is not there for the first two games that is just that that is that's going to force the Dallas Mavericks to have to play a completely different game. It's a whole different thing when um, when Jalen Brunson and Spencer Dinwiddie are getting off because Luka, Luka is on the court and the defense is focusing on Luka and Luka is just picking them apart, finding open Spencer Dinwiddie's, finding open uh, Jalen Brunson's. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd say it on my podcast all the time. Luka makes Maxi. Kleber look like he's actually a, a good player out there. Put Maxi Kleber with another player, it will not look like he's 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 got him rolling to the hoop, looking like a looking like a not gonna say an all star, but a good a good a good big man, right? Mm -hmm. So, I I I think that if the Dallas Mavericks have to go in the first two games without Luca and they drop those two games, that's gonna be a lot to come back from, man. I think that's gonna be a lot to come back from. Um, so if, if that's the case, I, then I, then I would have, I would have the jazz winning, um, if Luca misses the first two games, but if Luca is there and I'm talking even a 70 to 80% Luca Doncic, I think that the jazz has got too many problems going on, man, uh, tr traded away too many players. They have they, their roster just isn't really the same anymore from, from, from what it used to be when they were that number one seed last year. Um, so I, I, I would, I would have to go with, I guess, I guess I'm riding the fence here, but if Luca plays, 
I got I, I got I got I got Dallas in about like six games. But if if if, if Luca doesn't if Luca doesn't play, I would say I would I would say um, the Jazz in in about in in six. Unfortunately, to be real with you. Okay. How yeah. do you feel though? How do you feel? That's what I want to know. Uh, you know, I, I I've been tra- I've been thinking about this, and I can't figure out if it's just me being a homer or if it's me actually being you know realistic and you know neutral. Um, but I think that Dallas has a good chance even without Luca. Um, you know, we've been playing really well. Um, our shooters have been incredible. It's amazing how different this team has been. You know, we basically have the same core for the last like four years uh, and we've sucked at defense. Um, you know, we haven't been very good, you know, overall. And now look at today and we're playing amazing. Um but, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie has been crucial. Um, you know, he he is an all-star. He's doing the stuff that we wanted Kristaps Porzingis to do, and he never did. Spencer Dinwiddie's already hit two game winners, you know, since he got traded here. Kristaps Porzingis had zero the whole time he was here. Um, but, you know, so Spencer Dinwiddie is amazing. He's another ball handler. Same with Jalen Brunson, another ball handler. He's going to get paid. You know, really, if Jalen Brunson really wants to get paid this offseason, like really extra paid, this is the opportunity for him. You know, if Luka Doncic is out for a couple games right now, Jalen Brunson should say, give me the ball. I'm going to take us to the promised land until Luka can get here. And maybe he can get even $30 million a year. I don't know. But, you know, that's some good motivation for him. Um, But, yeah, I, I think that. Dallas, I'm going to be optimistic and say that Luca does play. Uh, and I'm going to say that Dallas is going to win in six. If Luca doesn't play, I'm going to say the Mavs win in seven. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to go with that. Okay. And, and hold on, but, but before we move on, I'm not, now let me ask you, you know, you, you being a Mavs fan. So how, how, what are you willing to go up for, for Jalen Brunson? Cause I know his contract is expiring this year, right? So what, what are you willing to give him? Because, I, in my opinion, I think he's the reason why the Mavs stayed where they are when Luca. Oh went, yeah, when Luca went down. So I think whatever it, I'm not gonna say a max, but I mean whatever it is that he wants within a reasonable within a reasonable space, um, you get the Mavs have to give to him or he walks, and he is gonna be big for any team. So what are what, like what like what are you willing to go? I've, I've heard some numbers called like. 85 million i've heard numbers even close up to 90 how how are you feeling about that man that's that's tough because you know if luca's salary goes into effect next season and he gets Mm -hmm. paid that 207 million dollars um so you know you put that into effect plus davis bertans he gets paid 80 million so he's at 20 million a year um, you know, you add um, Spencer Dinwiddie, he makes uh, about almost tw- another $20 million. Uh, so, you know, there's a couple guys, you know, Reggie Bullock makes $10 million. You know, it, it adds up, you know, wh- whenever you put it together. So if you add Jalen Brunson around, let's say, max $30 million, you're already way over the cap. So I would say I'd probably give him about $28 million a year tops. Okay. And that's pushing it. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, that makes me really nervous. Um, but, uh, you know, I if I had to, I would give him $28 million a year to, to stay. And, you know, at the very worst, if I do that, at least I can somewhat trade him or, you know, move some stuff around. But, but yeah, I, I can't let him go for nothing. 
So, absolutely. so yeah, absolutely. Okay. I just wanted to, I just wanted to get a temperature on that. Okay. okay. Yep. Yep. No. Yeah. We love uh, Jalen Brunson here, but I, I was a big advocate before the trade deadline to trade Jalen Brunson. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm, I'm not, you know, uh, sentimentally, you know, hanging on to Jalen Brunson, you know, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'd, I'd like to keep him, but for the right price. Um, okay, so next we have uh, the Warriors against the Nuggets. So now we have, talking about another guy who puts the team on his back and does everything for his team, like you were saying about Luka. That guy is Nikola Jokic, who is, in my opinion, the MVP this season. Um, but yeah, so we have... Nikola Jokic, along with his hobble team uh, against the Warriors, who have Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, who's actually been playing really well the last like four or five games. Um, Steph Curry, who has not been playing, it's probably his seventh or eighth best season of his career this season is. So, you know, it's not horrible, but to his standards, it's not great. Um, So we have uh, the Warriors against the Nets. So looking at them, who do you have coming out of that series? Man, you know what? Like, like I was talking about with the Bulls and and Bucks, I think this is the absolute worst matchup that the Warriors could have got. Um, the Warriors already lack of true big man. Uh, they 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 really they, they really don't have like as much as as much Warrior fans as want to say like, oh, Kevon Looney, uh, the Iron Man, played eighty two games. <laughs> Kevon Looney is gonna get eight up by by uh, Jokic Yoke. and half the other bigs in the league. Okay, so I don't want to hear that. I, don't, I need all the Warriors fans to shut that down. Because Kevon Looney is going to get eight up, is going to be a, a, a disaster out there for the for the Warriors. So, but in every other position, yeah, I mean to be real, the Warriors got him. I mean, in every other position, the Warriors got him. But I'm 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 gonna just I'm just gonna you know go out here on a limb, and I'm and I'm and I don't want people to think I'm hating or nothing like that. But I just don't. I I just genuinely don't know if the Warriors are going to be able to handle all that Jokic has. And if you dare throw the double towards Jokic, and you're going to have to, you're going to have to throw the double. If you dare, that is the most elite passing big man that we have seen in the league for some time now. So if yep. you dare throw that double, I, man, uh, not Luke, um, Jokic is just going to simply find his open teammates. And while I agree, they might not be the best teammates that he has out there with them, but these are NBA players, man. If they got a wide open shot, there's nothing in my mind that doesn't that doesn't give me the, the full confidence that they're going to be able to, to knock that down, man. So if, if the Warriors continue to play continue to struggle like the way they have. I mean, I know earlier in the season, they, you know, they, 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 they got off to a good start and then they really kind of started struggling with some injuries. Um, Clay Thompson had to find his, his rhythm and we'll see if he's really found that rhythm uh, or not. I know he had a good game the last season, last game of the season. Um, but again, that's, you know, kind of end of the end, end of the season type thing, man. Uh, but so, so I guess to answer your question, I would say, man, Nikola Jokic is just going to give the Warriors, it's just going to wreak havoc on the Warriors. And if it ends up going to a game seven, just like that net situation, I don't think that the, the Warriors are going to be able to handle a player like Jokic. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go Nuggets and um, I'm going to go Nuggets and I'm going to go Nuggets in seven. If they can, if they can bring it there, man, but if they can't, if they can't bring it there, then, it might have it might have to be it might have to be Warriors and six, unfortunately. I really don't want that though, man. I really don't. Wow. So so you you have the Nuggets winning man, against but, the Warriors? And, yeah, I do. I really do. I, I really have strong belief in Jokic, man. I, I, and because you you simply cannot send the double to him. Mm. And Kavon Looney, let's be real, man. He's gonna get eight up. 
And there's no answer. James Wiseman, he's, is he coming back? Where is he? Right? He's he's not coming back. I like him a lot. Um, but yeah, they they ruled him out actually, so he's not he's, coming he's, back. He he's you know I like him a lot, but there you go. He's ruled out. And even if he was, he's a young guy. Jokic would eat him up. So, man, to to, to be real with you, the Warriors, you know, they definitely have the advantage. But if they continue to struggle the way they have been, if Clay Thompson continues to, um, to 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 look frustrated out there, I know I know before that big game he had, he definitely looked frustrated. Looked like mm-hmm. he yep. was trying to be get back to his old self, but he yep. just couldn't do it. Uh, wasn't getting as many looks as pos- as many looks as he wanted. Curry looked like he was forcing trying to give Clay looks. So I, I I'm I know it sounds crazy, man, but I'm gonna go with the hot take on this one, and I'm gonna go with the Denver Nuggets, man. Jokic is just gonna be too much. There's no bigs on the Warriors, no true bigs. Yeah, that's that's absolutely correct. And yeah, I think that is a hot take. You know, I, I as much as I want to believe in Jokic, because, you know, I, I you know, find a lot of uh, similarities between him and Luca and Luca's my favorite player, obviously, uh, you know, I I really want to see Jokic succeed, uh, but I just don't see it. You know, I. I do see him giving the Warriors hell, and I do see it being a very competitive game between them both. Um, but I, I, I got to see the Warriors come out because, you know, really what I would do is, you know, if there's just nothing you can do about the guy, just, all right, let him get his, you know, let, let him get his points, let him do whatever. But, you know, let me guard these other guys. And, you know, without these other guys, he can't get those assists. And, you know, he's just basically, you know, counting on himself. So I, that's what I would have to do. I would have to just concentrate on everyone else and, you know, let Jokic do what he's got to do. But, you know, I, I, I have to make it difficult, at least for everyone else. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I got the Warriors coming out of this. I think the Warriors are going to win probably in six games, maybe even five games is is how I see the Warriors coming out of this one. You know, the Jokic just has too much um responsibility and you know that's too much for anyone you know and at a certain point you know that can get you so far and the Warriors you know even if they're not playing so hot you know they still have you know good players you know who can get the job done Jordan Poole has been incredible this season who I think should probably be the most improved player uh of the of the of the year um so yeah you know I'm just gonna have to go with with uh with the Warriors um, so next up, we have another fun series. Um, that one is between Philadelphia and Toronto. Now, this is a really interesting one. Um, you know, Philly just had that, you know, crazy trade with the Nets. They finally got rid of Ben Simmons. Um, but, and now they have James Harden, but they also had to get rid of Seth Curry and Andre Drummond. Um, so Philly is really struggling depth wise. Uh, James Harden. I don't know if it's his injury. I don't know if, you know, it's the system, if it's the coach or if he's just old, you know, but he's just not looking the same. Um, Joel Embiid is angry because he's maybe not going to get the MVP. Um, so yeah, basically trouble in paradise over in Philadelphia. Um so looking at Philly against Toronto, who just seems to be Toronto really seems to be like the Spurs of the East, but, mm-hmm. you know, just that team that just won't go away, you know, as much as you want him to, you know, rebuild or, you know, do something 
you know, they're still always right there, you know. Uh, so we got Philly against Toronto. I think this is going to be a lot more difficult for Philly than we think. Um, but looking at Philly and Toronto, who do you have running away with this series? All right. So I've actually been hearing that a lot. And I so I'm going to flip it on you. I want you to tell me why you think this is going to be like, I, I understand it's not going to be a cakewalk for Philly, but. I just, I mean, Joel Embiid at the level he's been playing at, and I mean, we'll, we'll get to the MVP later. I know you said you have Jokic. I have Joel Embiid. We'll get to it a little okay. bit later. But I, I just, I don't, I don't see a single body on on the on the Raptors that is, is really going to be able to hold a Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid has been playing insane, like insane. In my again, no take, nothing knocks, nothing knocks from Jokic. But Joel Embiid, the way he's been playing, man, has been insane, insane inside out, um, doing it all. And I just think he's just way too much of a big body. So tell me, wh- what is it that, you know, makes you think that the, the Raptors are going to give uh, the 76ers fit, especially with them now having James Harden with them? Well, the Raptors are a really good team. You know, if you look at it, they're, they're good defensively. Um, they have good rotation. They have good players. Uh, Scotty Barnes is really in your face with defense. Fred Van Vliet is a good defender as well. Uh, now, they do have that weakness where they don't have a big, really. Who's, who are you going to put on Joel Embiid? Uh, you know, Kim Birch? You know, that's not going to work. Um, so, you know, I think that that's almost going to have to be along the lines of what I was talking about for the Warriors against Jokic, where they might just have to let him get his and focus more on everyone else. Um, you know, Toronto doesn't have, or excuse me, Philly doesn't have um, that depth like I talked about. You know, other than Joel Embiid, what bigs, you know, do they have? Um, you know, when you look at um, when you look at Philly, you know, they don't have much outside of shooters outside of James Harden. Uh, they got rid of. Um, now, yeah, they have Danny Green, but they don't have Seth Curry. Seth Curry was huge for the Sixers. Huge huge um you know that's why i said when i saw that the nets ran away not only with seth curry but with andre drummond like i said drummond you know he was playing well for joel Embiid when he wasn't when joel Embiid wasn't in, uh, able to play in those games andre drummond played really well um, yeah, the, the nets robbed the 76ers that was highway robbery yeah. <laughs> yeah and then now with the whole thing that philly has to pay James Harden here in the office. I I don't envy the Sixers right now. Um, But, um, but yeah, like I said, they don't have shooting. Who who are they going to rely on? You know, Matisse Thibel to hit a big shot. You know, they now Tyrese Maxey has been great, but with James Harden there, his numbers have gone down because he doesn't have the ball as much. So it's also going to be a little bit of, you know, the Sixers stumbling on themselves, I think, uh, you know, because they haven't been together that long. And to put a guy in like James Harden, who's going to be holding the ball for what, 40 percent of the time, at least for the Sixers, you know, that takes time to adjust for all the players and stuff. So, you know, I and then with the whole thing with uh, James Harden, like I said, you know, he's either look he's either injured or he's old. I think he's getting old. I don't. I wouldn't want to pay him that money that I was just talking about. Um, But yeah, you know, James Harden, you know, he's not, he doesn't have those shooters, like I said, either. And, you know, he's one of those guys that distributes, but he distributes obviously to three point shooters. So, you know, he's kind of like a bailout assist guy, you know, where he drives, but, and then he kicks it out. The Sixers don't have that many guys to kick out to other than Danny Green and, 
That's it. Tyrese, Ma- <laughs> Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey. Uh, I got you. you know, so, got they, you. so, you know, he's not going to get his numbers either. So, you know, yeah, that that's why I think it's going to be Toronto. I think he's going to pull it out uh, in either six or seven is what I think. I like that. I like that. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, and I, I like how you how, how you you know you backfired to me because because I, I you know even even my co-host he even said the same thing. He's like, man, I don't think people should be sleeping this much on the Raptors. But he also lives in Canada, so <laughs> you yeah, know, it's, it's, a little bias, yeah, a little bit of a bias I take. Yeah. Right? But but um, but I don't. So I I definitely I definitely agree with it, with everything that, you, that you're saying. But I've just just I've been watching a lot of Sixers games this year, man. And I just think that dominance on both ends. I think that Joel Embiid could genuinely have a case for Defensive Player of the Year, in my opinion. He oh could, yeah, he he could have a place for Defensive Player of the Year. He could. Um, in my opinion, he's the MVP. He led the league, led the league in scoring. Um, it, 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 it was, it's, it's honestly, it's just extremely impressive. And I just think that um, he's just the most dominant, like just the most dominant presence right now in the league, probably right there close to Giannis. Um, and, and, and I just don't see, in my opinion, realistically, anybody that's going to really on that Raptors team going to be able to hold him. He's going to, he, he's going to get his, it, like how you mentioned, it might be one of those situations where he, you know, you get yours and, you kind of let other people get theirs and you let, let it go like that. But as much as James Harden hasn't performed in the, in the, in the playoffs, bro, like he's still James Harden, bro. Like he's still one of the most versatile. I'm not going to say versatile. He's still one of the most crazy scores like of all time. Right. Like I get it. You know, he does a little hook arm thing and people get on for that. And, and, and I agree. It's kind of annoying, but Hey man, that's how you play the game. You know what I'm saying? Some, if you need to get to the foul line, those points count too. So, you know, he, he, he does that. So, and I just, and I really, really am leaning on a lot of that Joel Embiid and, um, and James Harden pick and roll that there's going to be high pick and rolls. You can't double, you can't double Harden because that's a Joel Embiid dump off. He could shoot a mid range. He could even stretch stretch the floor. He could go for the lob. Um, you 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 definitely can't leave James Harden wide open. You know, as much as he again, as much as he has not performed in the playoffs, still James Harden. You know, what I'm saying still one of the a, a great scorer. So that's the, the, that's why I'm gonna go with the the 76ers. I'm gonna go with the 76ers in a in in, in seven. You know, I definitely think it'll be a game that'll go down to the wire. But I think the Sixers are gonna be able to pull that one off. But I I, I hear what you're saying on the Raptors, though. I hear what you're saying, my guy. Yeah, and I didn't even mention James Harden how bad he is in the playoffs. He I mean, did. Yeah. He, he has. You cannot. I don't care how much you support James Harden. If you look at through history, how he's performed in the playoffs. I mean, you almost have to expect him to do the same here in these playoffs. So add that on top of everything that I said. So yeah, I I, I got the I got the Raptors. Uh, so next up, we have a battle of the youngins. Uh, it's going to be the Grizzlies against the Wolves. Now, this is going to be really fun to watch. Uh, I'm going to I'm really excited to see John Moran against Anthony Edwards. Um, that's going to be crazy seeing them go up and down the up and down the court. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Wolves revived franchise or they look ecstatic, you know, to be competing on the floor. I mean, they used to look depressed when they would play. Now they actually look like they're having fun. Uh, Pat Beverly, like we saw tonight, he's been a really big part of them. You know, the energy that they have on the defensive end, uh, you know, Cat has had one of his best years of his career, if not his best. Um, you know, you have um, 
the Grizzlies who, you know, everyone thought was a fluke at the beginning that they were second in the West, uh, you know, oh, you know, it's just let the season go on and they're going to fall. And, you know, they never fell. And, you know, even without John Morant, they were, I think, 20 and five. So this is a good team, but it's a team full of role players outside of John Morant. So, you know, is that sustainable? Are they going to be able to take that all the way to the finals? Uh, but first, let's take care of round one. So round one here, do you have the Grizzlies or the Wolves? Man, look, I mean, we, we talked a little bit before off camera, and I said I, I really like the Wolves as, as, as a playoff team, right? I really do because, um, how you know, how NBA playoffs, what is it? The game gets a lot shorter. It's a lot more half-court offense. The Wolves have a great half-court offense set. I mean, I, Carl, I know Carl Anthony Towns let me down in my in my uh, play-in preview. I said he'd be a big part of this game, and he absolutely choked and dead out there. But um, but I still think, you know, Carl Anthony Towns is still a good player. And when you, when you run – those uh, Anthony Edwards uh, and Carlton Towns pick and rolls. When you run those D'Angelo Russell and Carlton Towns pick and rolls, man, that half court set is is is, is practically impossible. I'm, it's pra- not I'm not going to say impossible to stop, but it's very difficult. Carlton Towns is a shooter who can stretch the floor just like Embiid can do pick and pop. Can also roll to the hoop. We know what D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell does uh, w- w- with his passing. His his IQ his IQ is crazy. Anthony Edwards, man, I was talking to my brother earlier, and I was just like, Anthony Edwards is just a pure score. He just gives buckets, man. Mm, like yeah. he just, he just, he just gives buckets like that. Like that's just what he do. <laughs> and uh, and 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 I just and and I think that every other player on that team knows their role. They're a good defensive team, man. They 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 don't make they don't really make silly mistakes out there. Um, I think I think the silliest mistake they made out there last night was. Coach Chris Finch letting Carl Anthony Towns play when he had like four fouls. I think that was the silliest mistake. But you know, on the court, you know they re- they, they really don't make silly mistakes. And so, like, I really want to go with the Wolves, man. But that would be so disrespectful to to to, to John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies that been getting it done all season. Again, another caveat. I know I'm kind of going back and forth. Another ca- another caveat. The Grizzlies never did it though. They ain't never did it. You know, they, they have never proven postseason success and while the wolves had the, the wolves haven't either when i just straight up look at the team man i think that the wolves are just built built for built for a playoff i think i i, I think they're built for the playoffs but with all that being said i don't think jaw's going out early man there's no way that the grizzlies are going out that early man so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go grizzlies in um that's a tough one man i'm gonna go grizzlies in 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 six i'm gonna go grizzlies in six man i'm gonna go grizzlies in six but hey man i'm telling you my dog do not sleep on a wolf especially with when deal is inconsistent but when he brings it we saw what, mm, yeah. what happens malik beasley extremely inconsistent but when he brings it that's a like, mm. fourth a fourth damn near fifth scoring option for them uh but can't put can't put it past the grizzlies and i know you mentioned earlier about jordan Poole most uh most improved i got my guy desmond bain uh, he's just came from literally from nothing to to uh, leading the team while Ja, ja was out for the, uh, that little that that stretch. So I'm I'm, I'm going I'm going with the Grizzlies on this one, man. I can't disrespect the number two uh, seed. Yeah, yeah, uh, Desmond Bain, man, he it hurts my soul every time I have to give praise <laughs> to him because the Mavs could have got him. Um, but yeah, the Grizzlies have been just sensational uh you know even you know like we said without jaw they're 20 and 5 you know that's how good they are um you know they, it just seems that they have a guy for everything 
you know, and, you know, if, if that guy's injured, the next man up and that guy brings something else to the table that they can work with. So, you know, they're, they're just a really um, well-orchestrated machine. The Grizzlies are this season. So it's really fun to watch them, um, you know, with their youth is it's really fun. Um, now, the Wolves, uh, you know, Cat, hopefully he can step up here in this this round. Um, you know, their defense, I, I'm going to say is I'm going to count on for count on it to be, you know, good. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be youth against youth. That's the interesting part. You know, really, there's no, um, you know, this team has more experience than the other. You know, really, if you look at it, the, the Wolves probably have more experience than the Grizzlies. Um, um but yeah, it's going to be interesting. But overall, I'm going to give it to the Grizzlies. Uh, they just have better shooting, more consistency. Uh, and, you know, I think that, you know, a guy like John Moran, I think that he can push them uh, towards round two. Um, so next up, we have uh, we have two more. Uh, which are so far undecided. So we're not going to spend too much time on them. So Grizzlies or excuse me. So it's going to be uh, the Suns. I'm going to say that they're probably going to play against the Clippers um, or it's going to be the Spurs or the um, Pelicans. Um, I don't know about you, but I got Clippers. Who who do you have? <laughs> Clippers. Yeah, I got Clippers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, do you see the Clippers being able to do anything against the Suns or no? <laughs> no i mean it, it it would Kawhi leonard would have to return and then and then now we can start having this conversation but i mean the suns literally had 18 losses this year the suns uh, it, it, i mean hey I'm, I'm 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 yeah you know what i'm here with my guy i mean i love talking hoop with you i'm gonna just tell you my finals prediction bro suns versus bucks and i think the bucks are gonna win like that's that i think the bucks are gonna go back to back the way they've been playing this year is insane the way the, the suns are playing this year they got that chip on their shoulder that's like oh you guys think that we just did good because we faced the hobble team last year because they did you know i don't care what nobody oh, yeah, says they, did. they they <laughs> faced the hobble team literally every single playoff series and hey you you play who's in front of you i'm not taking nothing away from you but this year they're like oh you didn't believe in us let me show you something genuinely my guy they one through 15 seriously like contributes like the the 15 wait 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 wait, wait. you said you have the bucks winning the finals yes i have the bucks winning the finals okay okay if if i think it's gonna be suns versus bucks in the finals and i got the bucks winning i got them going back okay okay but um but but you know to touch more on the suns like how like how we were talking Man, the way they've been rolling this year has been crazy. Like, genuinely, players 1 through 15 on that roster contributes. The 15th man on that roster does something, and, and he has he adds value to that team. Monty Williams, man, so much praise and shout-out to that guy. He's a, great, he's a great coach. The way he's been coaching them has been m- m- miraculous, especially when, when you take in, uh, in account the whole Robert Sarver situation, the whole investigation – Bro, they they stood they stood ten toes down and did not fold, bro. Like I'm I'm all all the credit to the Phoenix Suns. I don't I don't care who it is, Clippers, anybody. None of these eight seeds are touching the Suns. I think the Suns are going to the finals. Yeah, yeah. I, I was actually glad that the Clippers lost tonight because I thought that the Clippers against Suns would be a little more interesting. Um, you know, I'm happy that Paul George is able to play, you know, it'll be fun. It'll at least make it interesting. Um, but yeah, without Kawhi, I don't see the Clippers doing anything to the Suns. Um, 
I personally, I don't find the Suns to be this big, scary monster that everyone else seems to hmm. to to be. Um, but I do have them going to the finals. Um, and yeah, so, but yeah, I, I, I have, like I said, and just to clarify, I have probably also the Suns and Bucks in the finals again. And I also have the Bucks winning. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the last one we have Miami and uh, they either play Charlotte um who is it it's well, they, they either play charlotte or atlanta right oh, oh no Char- charlotte, atlanta or cleveland it's, or it's cleveland yeah uh do you who do you think Not, is gonna have to go against miami i think i, I think it's gonna end up being cleveland against miami and yeah. as as much as you know as much as i'm i'm a big fan of that young core that real big lengthy team uh in in, in cleveland I just don't think it's, it's their time yet. You know, in the NBA, some there's levels to this, man. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, you 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 can't be a young like, but Evan Mobley's 19. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Evan Mobley's 19, and we're expecting him to go up against um, the Heat. Who I know it was two years ago. I don't care if people call it a fluke or not. The bubble was not a fluke, in my opinion. The Miami Heat uh, went to went to the finals, man, and, and the the type of experience they have, I just don't think that. The Cavs are just are, are just yeah. are just ready for that yet, so I'm I'm going with the Heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here. Uh, I I have the Cavs also moving on, but I don't have them moving past the Heat. The Heat are uh, a really sneaky good team uh, that we're gonna mm-hmm. see. Um, but yeah, I don't see the Cavs doing anything at all. Um, okay, so that's it for our round one. So. Next up, I just wanted to go over our all NBA teams real quick. So I want to see if you, these are my all NBA teams. So first team all NBA, um, they said that you can choose, you can put Jokic and Embiid on the same team. I don't, I'm not going to do that. That's not how it was ever done. Giannis, or excuse me, Jokic is not a forward, never was a forward. Embiid was never a forward, so I'm not going to put them or keep put them at a, the option of a forward. Um, but anyway, so first team, I have Jokic, and I have Jokic winning MVP. Uh, and then first team, I have him as the center for first team, Jokic, uh, followed by Giannis is going to be the forward. Jason Tatum is going to be the other forward. Luka mm-hmm. is going to be a guard. And then the second guard, I'm going to put uh, John ja Morant. Uh, uh, second team, I'm going to put Joel Embiid, uh, Kevin Durant, DeMar DeRozan as the guard, or as, excuse me, as a forward, as the other guard, it's going to be Curry. Um, and then after that, it is going to be, um, I'm going to put, uh, uh I'm, I'm going to put, I'll put Chris Paul. Uh, at the okay. second um, and then third team I'm gonna go Trey Young Pascal Siakam Carl Anthony Towns uh, and then I'm going to put Booker as the other guard and then at the final uh, forward I'm going to put um, probably Jimmy Butler um, so so that's who I'm gonna put now first thing I want to say this whole thing where Devin Booker is an MVP candidate and a first team all NBA, I think is complete bullshit. Stop, stop, stop with this. <laughs> Devin Booker is not an MVP candidate. He agreed, not- agreed, agreed. He's not an MVP candidate, but not all all NBA first team. First team, no. 
I, I, I'm hey. gonna I'm gonna put him at third team, and this is why. We need the most valuable, impactful players on the, on the first and second team. Um, if you take Devin Booker out of that team, they're still going to win games, and they still won games without him. Uh, you know, they can fill in other players, and they they're going to get their wins. Blah blah blah. So that's why I don't have him. You know, first off, at MVP, it's most valuable. Um, if you put, you know, if you take Luca, for example, off the Mavs, and you put Devin Booker there. Do you see the Mavs going as far as they did with Devin Booker instead of uh, Luca? Hell no. I don't even. I probably don't even have him in the play-in with Devin Booker. Devin Booker just isn't that type of player. He proved Devin Booker proved to us for the first seven years of his career that he's not a first option. Um, you know, when he was a first option, he led his teams to being either number 14 or 15 in the West. So he's not good at, you know, leading a team. Um, so, you know, Devin Booker to me is just not an all NBA player or excuse me. It's not a first team or second team, all NBA player. Maybe one day if he works hard enough, he can get to second, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, he's definitely not first and he's not an MVP candidate. Um, and I think it's honestly disrespectful to have him as an MVP candidate. Um, but yeah, is there anyone else or any snub that you would see or anyone specifically that you would, um, you know, move on that list? All right. You, I'm, I'm going to just tell you mine. I'm going to just, I'm, I'm going to just tell you mine. All right. So, yep. uh, so uh, look, man, I, I, I agree. You know, you can't put Embiid and, and Jokic in the same one because it's just they, they didn't play. They, they didn't play the four. They played the, they played the five. Um, and and I, 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 I feel wrong for even keeping Jokic or Embiid out of the first team. Yeah. But I got to keep I got to keep strong to what I've been believing in, man. So I'm going to stay with I'm from my first team. I got I got Embiid at the at, at the center um, again. Like I feel I even feel wrong for saying that, but I also feel wrong for keeping Embiid out um, at, 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 at the at the power forward. I have Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, OK, at the three. Hey, look, man. The team did not perform. But he performed. LeBron oh, come James. on. LeBron. No, no, LeBron. No. Hey, my guy, stop. Look, look, stop. Stop with the LeBron slander. Let's everybody stop with the LeBron slander. The man was 37 years old. He led the league in 30 in, in 30 point games. He would have won the scoring title if he would have played two more games. He just was ineligible, ineligible because he didn't, didn't play enough games. LeBron James was the reason the Lakers were even relevant this year. The, 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 the Lakers issue, and I, I, I don't know if we're going to get to that a little later, but the Lakers issue was anthony davis being soft anthony davis not doing nothing anthony davis being content after he won a championship the problem with the lakers the problem with the lakers is that frank fogel sucks as a coach cannot run good lineups he's a defensive coach out there trying to run a a, a, with an offensive minded roster that roster was not defensive sounded they were they were set to be to out, out, outscore people. That's what that roster was. So I don't think Frank Fogel was the right coach. Another problem with that team was the, even putting Russell Westbrook on that roster. So I, 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 I'm I told sorry. you, I told you hey, when we did you that. Did, I think you, you said that lie. too. You, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. You told me. I, I, <laughs> and, 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 and I, you know, when the trade first originally happened, I mean, we can kind of talk about this a little bit, but when the trade originally happened, 
I was pissed off. I was like, why in the world would you put Russell Westbrook in the same team as LeBron James? It's not going to work out. You, LeBron James has always historically had shooters around him. Westbrook has always historically never shot the ball well. All of these, all, all, all of these things. But then, you know, as time went on, I was like, okay, maybe what the Lakers are going to do is they're going to run, they're going to, you know, LeBron's 37, you know, Father Time is undefeated. Maybe they're going to rest LeBron regular season and it's going to be that Westbrook AD show and, and, and they'll go from there. But and it just it just wasn't that Westbrook played like trash. AD played like trash. But I I'm sorry, man, but I will accept no LeBron slander. LeBron James didn't save because he could, he's 37. Come on, man, he's 37. And he did all he could. So I am throwing LeBron on that first team. I don't care. Luka Doncic is gonna be my two. And I I, I, I mean I hear I hear how you feel about Devin Booker. And while uh. I. Agree, and I agree two horrible picks on your <laughs> first team. <laughs> Listen, my guy, I agree. I agree. Devin Booker would not carry the Mavs like how Luca is carrying the Mavs, but that's because Devin Booker isn't a isn't a I'm 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 a carry you type player. Like he is just a, 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 a I would say a very talented scorer, and I but I think that like the level that he scores at and the cons and the consistency and just the way the way he's playing the game out there man it just it it, it just looks beautiful so I, I i i hear you everything you're saying about him and I, while i agree he would not carry a roster on his own he, man i mean the, the, he's he's a huge part of what the suns are doing i i don't think the suns would be would be where they are if they did not have Devin booker all season Well, you're, you're right. They, they probably wouldn't be right where they are, but they'd probably be, you know, four Close. games okay. lower they are. So, you know, when you really look at it, how how much does – anyway, I'm done with the Booker team. <laughs> um, right, let, me, let, me, let me get to my yeah, second yeah, yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Go ahead. All right. My second team at the at the center, um, I got to put Jokic, of course. I mean, I'm sorry about that, Jokic. <laughs> I had to put you there. Uh, it, it's got to uh, – KD's got to go at, at the at the power forward. Um, at, at the small forward, I got to go. Jason Tatum, you know, the way he, the way he's been playing out of his mind. Uh, John Morant – John Morant's got to be my um, – my, um, my, two, my two. And <laughs> I know some people got Curry in there, but – Man, he is having a slumped season, man. So I am definitely throwing Chris Paul in there because while everyone has everyone has been out here saying me me being the first one, LeBron's thirty seven. LeBron's thirty seven. So CP three, CP three is also thirty seven. CP three is also up there in age, yep. um, and he's getting it done and getting it done on in a, in a ridiculous level. I mean, I mean, we we just talked about the Suns. They're better than um, LeBron, really, when it comes to getting it done. Team wise, uh, I mean, he has a better <laughs> roster. He he had a he had a, he had a better team. True. He had a better team. He had a he had a healthier team. I mean, it, it, his 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 most important player didn't play forty games, right? Anthony Davis played forty games. That's an issue. Um, so so I I got I got I got to give it to CP. So CP is my is is my starting guard for the second team, and for that third team, I got I I got Curry at the uh, Curry at the one, Trey Young, Demar Derozan. I know some people might not be feeling this, man, but Pascal Siakam, man, I, I think he's been he's balling been out. Balling, he's yeah. been balling out, man. And then, and then, and then, as much as this is gonna sound crazy after this last game, but Carl Anthony Towns would be it would be on my five, man, because he's it, you know he's sixty point games. He's he, he's he's been doing his thing. I, as much as he let down this game, Carl Anthony Towns is he's, he's he's still a bad guy, I think. But did it really surprise you that Carl Anthony Towns didn't show up tonight? 
yes, I mean, to be really did. I, I honestly, so, so look, so I'm, 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 I'm gonna tell you like this. My co-host told me the Clippers, uh, the Clippers need to be extremely aggressive with Carl Towns because you know, get, get him in his feelings. He's, he's a bit soft. Mm. And while I agree, he's soft. Get him in his feelings, and he, he, he definitely was out there getting, getting, uh, getting exposed. He is head and heels and feet and everything you could think of above Zubak, above oh, yeah. uh, Robert Covington, above Isaiah Hardenstein, above everybody. I think the, the, the reason why he struggled so much is because Ty Lue is such a damn genius mm-hmm. and just, just ran this Nicholas Batum lineup where Zubak came, he would come off ball double every single time. And that was, and that was really working. But I mean, before the game, man, if like if I'm not in Ty Lue's brain, if I'm just looking at the matchup, I think Carl Anthony Towns is eating those guys. So I, I was surprised he didn't have that like that 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 good of a game because he should have he 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 did the he did the AD. He did the AD. Like you're 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 big enough to be in there feasting, but you're over here posting up in the wing, but you're over here taking threes. Like, man, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Don't don't even, uh, we'll we'll get into the Lakers here in a sec. Um Okay, so that's our uh, all NBAs, and then finally, um, before we get to Lakers, I just wanted to talk about uh, the uh, MVP. Uh, who do you have at at uh, MVP for you? Uh, actually, who are your top five MVP candidates? Ooh, okay, all right, top five. All right, so definitely number one. I mean, in my opinion, definitely number one has got to be Embiid. The reason why, the reason why I'm going to go with that is because I mean he led. He, led the league led the league in scoring like no center has did that since Shaq I think that's I think that's a a huge fleet of its own man I think that's really a changing vital point in the game of 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 uh, of where the game's going he also posted a career low uh turn a turnover rate and a career best assist rate man and I think that that, that's extremely impressive and like earlier also like how I mentioned to you uh, I think his dominance presence on both ends like you you wouldn't be like nobody would look at you crazy if you said I got Embiid for MVP and then I and nobody would look at you crazy if you said I got Embiid for defensive player of the year because that's how that's really how good he was out there and I think that and I think that 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 kind of dominance is just is not um you don't really see that with 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 too many other players except a player named Giannis onto the Kupa, but and and we'll get to him. Uh, another thing I wanted to you know it kind of uh, helps him beat in his case is he had to deal with the prima donna Ben Simmons. Man, I mean, bro, I mean, you know how I feel about Ben Simmons. I think he just, just, yeah. just man, I, I just hate that guy, man. Like I just hate that guy. Um, he said he had to deal with the prima donna. Yet I I don't. And as much as like media was going to the team, as much as like things that were going on that team, Joel Embiid kept kept it solid, you know, kept doing his thing and kept and kept providing for that team. I, just like how Monty Williams and I mentioned Monty Williams and the whole Robert Sauber situation, I think I think that 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 needs some credit. And then I also want to mention um, Joel Embiid really changed his game once James Harden came in, like in a matter of like a couple of games. Before Joel Embiid, uh, before James Harden got there, Joel Embiid had a lot of post post touches. He was really just kind of posting up every time the double would come that he'd find he'd find the right the right pass to make. Now he's running a lot more pick and rolls. He he's just really changed his game like within a matter of a couple of a couple of games. And I and to me, man, I think that's a huge um, a huge uh, a huge point that's you know got 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 to be given to him. And, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, I just think his dominance is just, he's been one of those things that I just, I haven't seen, um, 
I didn't I didn't get to watch much of Shaq playing, uh, much of the dominant Shaq, and I'm only I'm only 23, so I didn't get to watch much much of dominant Shaq. But I just my entire lifetime, I'm just I don't think I've ever seen somebody just dominant who can do it on 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 all all floors on in everywhere. So so that, so that's that's why I got as my number one. Do you want you want to bounce off or or you want me to just go my my whole list? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll bounce off real quick. Uh, so real quick, so would you say that Harden coming to or going to Philadelphia, would you say that actually helped his chances or lowered See, them? I mean, I I, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of like because I feel like MVP is a yes, it, you know, it has a little bit to do with your team, but it's also a bit of an individual award. So that's why I don't I don't I don't I don't think that James Harden coming to the team should affect Joel Embiid's case because I just. I, I don't like what like are, are we gonna are we gonna like get on Joel Embiid because he wanted a better teammate so he can win right like I don't yeah. think that's that, that's fair to do but I also understand the other point my, my co-host says that says that that's a big knock on him and I get it you know I get it Jokic did it literally with nobody I, I get it mm-hmm. that makes it that makes it more impressive but um but I just I just don't think that should be a reason that like Oh, okay, because James Harden went to the 76ers, I'm going to give it to Nikola Jokic, in my opinion. Okay. Yep, that's that's all I wanted to know uh, off of that. Okay, you can uh, keep going with your list. Okay, I got I got Jokic. Jokic will be my number two. Oh, well, me. actually, you know what? <laughs> you went first, so let me let me do mine, and then we'll go like that. So so you did – first you did um, – your number one, your your MVP is Jokic, or it's excuse me, is Embiid. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, mine is going to be Jokic, uh, just because um, you know, like we said earlier, Jokic's team is trash. You take Jokic off, it's uh, who does it have? They're not, no even, one? they're not even making a play in. <laughs> yeah, I mean Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. They're they've just been out. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. was in for what, maybe like 10 games at the most. So he, he didn't get any help at all, all season long. Um, He makes everyone, he, he legitimately makes everyone around him better. Um, So that's a big, you know, when you look at LeBron, does he really make guys around him better? I, 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 I would no. Do you would say so? The only person that he has ever helped get get up in contract wise and stuff like that is a guy maybe like Tristan Thompson, but making them better. Look at Chris Bosch. Look at uh, Kevin Love. You know all these guys. Kyrie Irving left because he can't stand being around the guy. I mean, as, uh, LeBron just has a lot of baggage, is what I'm saying. Um, um and you know Jokic led the team in every statistical category he has uh, the top PER in NBA history uh you know and then people say well you know Jokic is six seed so how can you give the MVP to six seed he's just a couple games off of uh off of Embiid uh you know Embiid is uh the Sixers or what third seed I think they're like three or four games off I mean the Nuggets won maybe like three or four games less than than the Sixers so is it really that big of a deal um so yeah so for for me it's Jokic uh I think is incredible I think he's a, a maestro with the hand in his he to me he's just a bigger slower Luca, even though Luca is already pretty big and slow. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, Jokic to me is just incredible and he would be back to back MVP for me. Um, but okay. Your turn. All right. My number two, I would have to go Jokic again. <laughs> you really can't go wrong with, with, 
in my opinion, Jokic and Bede, um, yeah. you listed all the reasons and th- there's just thousands and thousands more. And again, I just think the most impressive thing is MPJ and Michael Porter, uh, MPJ and Jamal Murray being out and mm-hmm. him still doing this, man. This is ridiculous. It's, I mean, you, you, you an opposing team knows who's going to get it done, yet it still gets done. It's, it's ridiculous. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Shout out Jokic, man. Yep. Yep. Okay. So I, I won't really follow up because I think we already talked about Jokic. Uh, so next up, who do you have? I'm going to guess you have Giannis. Yes, I got Giannis, man. I got Giannis that uh, just when we talk about pure dominance sheer, just like getting it done. It's, 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 it's gotta be him, man. Um, I remember a couple of, uh, I believe it was like a couple of, couple of weeks ago, um, Giannis played, uh, played the 76ers and, got a big win big win had a huge mm, huge a huge big performance block at the end exactly he, yep. big win huge uh, he, uh huge performance and then next game played the brooklyn nets and while i agree kd might, might not be up for mvp uh uh because he's just kind of we kind of went down just kind of di- didn't really have as much flow uh but we know who kd is you know what i'm saying we know yeah. who kd is and we know who the nets are and and Giannis came out big game Big W, and in my opinion, that was like one of those those you know, those stamping points. That's like, man, I'm here and I'm here to stay. So, uh, so I just I just unfortunately think it's 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 got to be in Bede's ear. Um, so Giannis falls to the third because Jokic has just been ridiculous as well too. Yeah, I mean Jokic, Jokic, or excuse me, Giannis was neck and neck right there with Embiid and uh, Jokic like two weeks ago. So it's I mean that right there tells you how you know, close this, this MVP race has been, uh, yeah, I mean, you pretty much hit everything on Giannis. I mean, uh, he's kind of like Jokic where he, you know, seems to lead at his whole team in every statistical category, uh, his defense. I mean, he's not only is he an MVP candidate, but he's a defensive player of the year candidate. So he's, he's, he's incredible. Um, okay. And after Giannis, who do you have? LeBron. I'm just kidding. Oh my god! I was about to say. I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. I was about to flip. I know you. You're about to be like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I'm just playing now. I'm just playing my dog. I got your guy. I got Luca. Man, he just what 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 does Luca not do out there, man? Um, Hobble team, not hobble team. Yeah, I I talk about it all the time in the podcast. Um, Luca Doncic is 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 one of those. In the NBA, there's not those guys anymore that just carry teams all the way to the finals because just the NBA is just not like that anymore. Just mm-hmm. one guy just simply is not able to do it. You need two or three solid, good, solid players around him to be able to uh, to be able to get it done. But if anybody was going to do it, it'd be Luca. The, mm-hmm. the man does everything. <laughs> the man literally does everything out there. Uh, unfortunately, to like, I, I, like I, I'll definitely go through my list, but I I think it's a two man race. You know, I I don't think anybody else has. Like I think they have a one percent chance, uh, yeah. but I think it's a two man race clearly between Jokic and Embiid. But I mean, as as we as as we go through the list, uh, Luca's definitely he's had an MVP type year, but unfortunately, like the level that Jokic and Embiid's been at has just been a whole different. It's just been on another planet that it's just not fair to these other players. And it's like, hey, you know, good job. Like here, here's here's a part, here's a participation yeah. medal. But you can't you can't beat these guys over here. So uh, so shout out Luca, man, because he's been getting it done. Um, I, 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 are you right there with me, or or, or what's up? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I got Luca also fourth. I mean, what can I say? Literally every day I wake up thankful that I have Luca Doncic on my team. That's one of the first things I think of. I sit up in my bed and I immediately think of of Luca in a Mavs jersey, and I just shed a tear. <laughs> um, okay, but wait, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this real quick, because now that now that no, we we are we are here talking. The whole draft night thing, the whole Trey Young and and and, and Luca, the whole swap. Are you happy? You you good? Like oh you, yeah, you, yeah. You, you no remorse. You wouldn't have wanted mm, Trey. Absolutely not. And I know that the Hawks are mad that they didn't get Luca. I'm. If you ask him at the end of the day, who would they rather have, Luca or Trey? I know for damn sure that they would pick Luca, even if it's by like a tiny little percentage. You know, you just can't go wrong with Luca. Luca is passing wise, he's right there with LeBron. I mean, he he's the only guy. Well, Jokic, Jokic, and Luca are, you know, right up there with LeBron. They're the only two. Trey Young is also up there, but he's he's not up there with with those guys. And then you know, Luca scoring wise, I think Luca is the most unstoppable score in the league. I don't care who you. I mean, he's right there with with uh, Kevin Durant, um, but Luca, he's just he's so strong it's 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 amazing how strong he is i mean anytime he goes in the post or anything like that you know he barely you don't see him you know using that much force or you know that much energy and you can see on the screen how much strength he has and he's not even trying that hard is what i mean you know i mean he he's just incredible uh you know his confidence i mean he's been doing this since he was 14 years old he's been a professional uh player so you know he lives for these big moments uh you know luca he's just absolutely incredible and like i said i'm thankful every day that he's he's a maverick um okay so last guy that you have on your list is Man, it could it it, it could go a, a, a lot of ways, man. Like uh, you you could throw Ta- uh, Jason Tatum in there. Although I'm not the type of guy that likes to be a prisoner of the moment. I remember the beginning of the season. I remember I remember how uh, uh, how how he was playing. Um, you you could go you could go John Morant. Um, again, I just, I think I don't I just don't think he's necessarily that that close so when your team when your team is 20 and 5 without you i don't think that you're the most valuable player absolutely (laughs) absolutely so i'm gonna go with the guy who kind of been holding up this team and doing it all in my opinion not doing it all but while his team was you know players were out he he held them up and he's just been scoring a ridiculous amount and he and people went to the threes. He stayed in the mid range. Just Demar Derozan, man. Okay. The way he's been playing has been ridiculous. Uh, every time that Zach Levine's been out, every time, uh, uh, every time that uh, Vucevic just simply choked and didn't and hasn't performed, Demar has stepped up in literally every single way possible, man. So just got to give some praises to Demar. But it's for once. Once we once we get to like the number five, like those guys have zero percent chance. Some winning, <laughs> but I mean, if we're making it, if we're making a list here, Demar is definitely there. Yep, yeah, I agree. And yeah, these these after Embiid and Jokic, no one is even it's realistically good. close. But uh, you know, they it, it's in the voting in uh, when they do MVP um, voting. You know, they have the top five, so uh, that's why we're going by that. But but yeah, uh, DeRozan is a great pick. Um, I didn't go with them just because, you know, at the end of the day, it is about winning and they just have not been able to beat good teams. I don't know what it is about it. Uh, like I said, it's Lonzo. I think that, you know, they need to have Lonzo. He's the one that, that, you know, 
fits everything perfectly. Um, but yeah, DeRozan is a good one. He definitely carried his team. Um, you know, he didn't carry it, but you know, he, he was a big part of it. That's for sure. Uh, I was astounded at how well DeRozan worked out in Chicago. I did not think it was going to be that great. I thought that, uh, it was a mistake by the bulls. I didn't think that it was going to work out next to Zach Levine. I thought that they paid, um, that they paid DeRozan too much. I, I just didn't think it was a good idea and it turned out to be great. So uh, hopefully next year they come back and they can be healthy throughout the whole season. And hopefully we can see their full potential. Um, but yeah, so uh, you went with DeRozan. I went with Tatum. Um, you know, it is kind of like you said, uh, you know, Tatum earlier in the year, he did get criticism. Um, you know, is he going to work out with uh, Jalen Brown? I think at one point they were 21 and 23, uh, 20, 23, something like that. Uh, and after they were 20, 23, that's when they went on this run. Um, but you know, if I am going to say that about Tatum, I have to say that about Luca because Luca also came into the season, uh, very out of shape. Um, you know, he had, even though he was out of shape and not playing well, he was averaging uh, 25, nine and nine, which is crazy to think that that is not a good, a good, those aren't good numbers for Luca 25, nine to nine. Um, but you know, he, but yeah, I mean, Luca came back and he's been absolutely incredible in the year 2022, uh, Luca and uh, Tatum, they both were the ones that led their teams and they were the two hottest teams in the NBA starting January 1st, all the way up to today. Um, so those are the two that I'm going to put for my last two spots. Um, so yeah. And then last, the last thing that I wanted to talk about, um, before we go is, uh, since you are a Laker fan, I just want to go ahead and talk about the Lakers just for a brief second, uh, like we did earlier. Um, now anything that you have to get off your chest or what do you think the Lakers need to do? You already gave us a little sneak peek, which by the way, I'm going to talk after you and I'm going to tell you why I absolutely agree with everything that you've said so far. Um, but uh, if you were the if you were running the Lakers, what would you do, or what do you think needs to be done with this team? What what do you need to do to become the Lakers again? Absolutely. So, <clears throat> um, number I think they 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 started. They're on the right path. You got rid of Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel, you know, he did it in Indiana. Shout out him, whatever. He just he wasn't the coach of this team. This team was built to be an offensive minded team. Um, he didn't run the greatest lineups. At, really almost every game um i i i really you know i watched every single Laker game this season and i i found myself scratching my head saying why in the world is trevor reza playing more minutes than stanley johnson who's been proving himself out there why yeah. in the world is trevor reza even on this roster <laughs> to be real with you yeah. trevor reza is washed he did not do a single thing out there so oh I, I'm and just and then earlier, up? earlier in the season, when when they were really bad, and they were like, "No, just wait, Trevor Ariza, he's injured. When he comes back, it's like get out of here." That, that was so. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. Uh, but yeah, Trevor Ariza. Yeah, tre yeah, I, 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 I didn't didn't understand that at all. But what I really didn't understand was Frank Vogel continuously giving for Trevor Ariza these chances and playing him over players like uh, players like Stanley Johnson, players like Austin Reeves, who, who, who were getting it done, man. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, that's one issue. Frank Fogel. All right. That's solved. Got him out of here. 
in my opinion, what the Lakers need to do is, and and and, and I and I, and I I say this all the time on my podcast. Look, man, like I am, and uh, I love the NBA. I love the players that are playing. I'm not big into like, I don't know all the coaches out there. So I'm, and and that's not on me. That's on Rob Pelinka. Rob Pelinka need to do that. That's his job to figure out the right coach. But at least get a if you're gonna have a team built to be an offensive-minded team, let's get an offensive-minded coach. Let's not get a defensive-minded coach out there. If you want to do, if you want to have a defensive-minded team, that's okay. But that's not what we have right now. So let's let's get what, at least what we need. So that's that's number one. Number two, Russell Westbrook, man. <sighs> Bro, I mean, look, I, I, I don't think it's like I don't think it, I don't think it's like the Monstars. I don't think he like lost his. Hit. I think he's still a good player. He's still a good player, but it, it just it just did, did it just didn't fit with him this year. Like he cannot take a backseat. Um, he 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 doesn't understand that. He's just like you're open for a reason, my guy. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you're leaving open for a reason, dog. Stop shooting that. Stop shooting that. And they're leaving open for a reason. He's the type of player where he needs the ball in his hands, and he needs the whole team to just baby to him for him to be good. And like we saw him in in, in OKC, just I, I I don't think that his MVP season was a fluke. I think that was shit was ridiculous. Averaging a triple double was insane. Shout out him. But like again, like the team wasn't very good. So the team just did whatever Russ wanted, right? So like, okay, you can put up numbers, but not win. The Lakers are a winning franchise. We're not here to put up numbers. The Lakers, in my opinion, are, I know some people will say the Celtics, but I think the Lakers are the best franchise in, in NBA history. And, 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 and I might be a homer pick, because I'm a Lakers fan. But, but, uh, but Russell Westbrook was just out there just playing terrible man like open for a reason um so that that, that's another thing that's that's another problem russell westbrook now what i think was one of the biggest bigger issues um is anthony davis i i i i am not a body language doctor uh but i watched every single i I watched every single layer game of every single season i saw anthony davis in the 2020 and i saw anthony davis this year it's two different people it's just not the same player. It's just not the same player. One was extremely dominant. One would have um, babies on him, and he would post up, face down low, uh, be able to find an open man, get to the free throw line. And then the one this year would have Tyler Hero on him, and he'd be taking a one-footed step a fadeaway, or like a one-footed fadeaway when like Tyler Hero is guarding him. It's just, and in my opinion, all that is, all that is, is a lack of motivation. I think he won his championship and he was just, he was straight. He was straight. He won you his championship it. and he was like, man, I'm good. I made it to the top of the mountain. Yep. And, I, and, 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 and as a Lakers fan, and, and I don't want people to think like, I, I don't, I don't believe in AD. I, I still think that when AD brings it, he's arguably the best big in the league when he brings it, when mm. he brings it, that is a big if and when, when he brings it, he's arguably the best big in the league he could literally do everything on the court but it's the pro it's 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 when is he gonna bring it and i i i really really hope i really really hope that this embarrassment this embarrassment of a season the lakers should not again i I think one of the greatest franchises should not be missing the damn the plan is to help people get the top 10 teams get in and you two thirds, two thirds of the league. <laughs> you missed that, right? You missed. And, and again, I don't want nobody to turn this around and be like, oh, wow, it's on LeBron. No, LeBron did everything in his, the God, God's green earth to try to save this season. But you can't, 
you can't if you're if you're a star player your your other player that is supposed to be your guy your you know your 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 my, my homie my, my partner in crime if he's not bringing it and and he just keeps going down with injuries like man i'm telling you dog every time i watch ad hit the floor i'd be like mm. i'd just be like i'd be cringing every time he hit the floor so look man injury prone um he didn't bring it in the games that he was there and then also another another thing that i want to add is lebron was again 37. I, I don't care what nobody says. Uh, he's 37. Father time is uh, undefeated. He uh, should have won the scoring title. Didn't did, didn't play enough games. He gets tired. He's a only a human being. Mm-hmm. Yes, I get it. He's LeBron. Um, my I, I, I know a lot of people don't agree, but in my opinion, literally the greatest player to ever play touch uh, basketball. Um, and he 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 gets tired though what gets, bro come on bro Long, nobody's no longevity longevity nobody did jordan at this age longevity longevity okay bro. long okay longevity changing the game jordan wasn't a wasn't a passer like him okay jordan was a scorer but jordan never had jordan's average six assists for for his career so he, lebron he led lebron led the league in assists the 2020 year with like almost a, a nine assists yeah but I, i'm just saying Jordan was a, was a legitimate too, you know. He he wasn't a distributor, you know. LeBron calls himself that he's LeBron, not even. He doesn't LeBron think of himself do as a scorer. Yeah, LeBron I know. Could, LeBron could, yeah, exactly. LeBron doesn't think of himself as a scorer and led the league in scoring this year. Just, just, I mean, just, uh, just, you know, just want to put that out there. But look, well, that's because that, that that's also because that was his goal. You know, he he did he couldn't care less about the actual season after a certain point so all he cared about was scoring well why well see i don't I, that's that's I, I don't agree with that because if that was the case then he would have played two because he could have simply played two more games and won the scoring title easily well yeah but, that was what he wanted to do but he didn't he chose to sat out two games yeah because he 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 saw the criticism he was getting oh I, my it, god it, my no, god. no 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 if if you turned on shows like first take and undisputed all they were talking about was well if lebron plays these next two games after they were just eliminated and he goes all out trying to score a bunch of points he's gonna look so bad lebron saw that and that's why he even had to tweet i'm out or whatever he wasn't gonna play the the last two games he said he even said something like that's whack or something like that if i play the last two games but i know for a fact that he would have played those two games and he would have tried to score as many points as possible in those last two games if he didn't hear all that all those narratives in the in the media saying that he shouldn't play. That's the only reason he didn't do it. And that's the only reason why he didn't finish with the scoring title uh, because he had to play those two games. But, uh, but yeah, the, LeBron definitely at a certain point, all he cared about was his scoring because a, he wanted to be the scoring, get the scoring title and B he wanted to pass Kareem. Um, and you cannot get that out of my mind. Now, um, Oh, I'm sorry. Are you done with the Lakers? Yeah, I mean, my, yeah. My last point would just would just be that LeBron James again did everything on God's green earth to try to save this team, but he, you know, he he would he would dominate, and for for the you know a couple of months, he'd get tired. And then finally, when AD comes back, then LeBron gets a little knickknack injury. They didn't really get much time on the court, man. Um, but again, again, I want all this. Um, I don't want people to think like, oh, okay, so if they get time on the court, they're straight. No, there's a lot of things that there's a lot of things that, that, that needs to get fixed. But I will add this, man. If LeBron and Anthony Davis played together 
Okay, and I and and there's nothing that nobody can tell me to change my mind. LeBron and Anthony Davis got to play together, they would be in the playoffs without a doubt in my mind. If LeBron and Anthony Davis got to play together, they would be in the playoffs because you can't tell me that the 2020 year was a fluke. It just wasn't. They the 2020 year, Frank Fogel still sucked as a coach. He just he just it, all it was the reason Lakers won a championship is because nobody could hold LeBron, nobody could hold AD. That's that's the reason they won, and that's the reason they won. But and I and I and I firmly believe that that if the Lakers would have if the Lakers would have had a chance to have a healthy roster and have LeBron and AD actually play, they would have been in the playoffs, man. But a lot of problems, bro. But at the end of the day, they didn't get it done. Um, that's not where we are. So we, we got to deal with the reality. Um, defense needs to get fixed up. But I mean, the first problem got fixed, man. Getting Frank Fogel out. Yeah. Uh, yes, I I agree with everything you said. Yes, if LeBron and AD were healthy, absolutely they would have made the playoffs. I think that they would have beat the Suns last season in the in the playoffs, and the Suns would have never even got to the finals. That that's why I think the whole Suns in the finals last season was a complete every team they played. But anyways, uh, yeah, I agree with what you said. AD is way too soft. He is not meant for the Lakers. Um, I agree completely after he won the championship, he didn't care. He thought, well, so what, you know, I'm, I'm already the best or what, I don't know what mentality, but he, he did the, he, he, he got the job done and he didn't want to do anything else after that, you know? Um, so yeah, I agree. You need to trade AD quick because whoa, his value. Whoa, 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 whoa! Trade AD? Absolutely. Whoa, whoa, absolutely. Whoa, whoa. You need I to think do that now. You, you you don't you don't think you don't think give him a chance if he's motivated. No. He's still Anthony Davis. He's still the be- he's still arguably the best big man in the league. At How is he motivated? How are you going to motivate him? Well, losing, not making the play in. He doesn't care. He's been losing his oh. whole career. Oh, what? No. Uh, Has I he mean, not I, been I, losing his whole career? No, no, he's been losing his whole career. Yes. But now that he's a, a, a champion, can nobody take that away from him? He knows what it feels like. And now for him, two years later, to not even make the play in, to have to be sitting at home watching the playoffs. In my opinion, I think that's going to light a fire up in him. And if anything, it's going to light an even bigger fire in LeBron to be like, hey, bro, if you don't get your sh- together, like, you you really gone. And, and I don't know. man. I mean, I, I, I hear what you're saying with trade him, but I just – like, who, who are you going to get – unless you get Embiid, unless you get Jokic, it's not – you you lose it. You, oh, you you're, lose you're it. not getting any of that for AD. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, so, you're, so you're losing if you're not getting those two guys. Um. No, AD to me is not that type of player that, oh, you know, I'm going to come back next season, next season stronger than ever. He doesn't come off to me as that guy. And you can see it. Watch any game where the Lakers are down by whatever points uh, where they're being humiliated and he doesn't seem to care. You know, he's just out there, whatever. Like, he's just not that type of player to me. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I haven't seen it his whole season, his whole career, and he's been in the league for almost ten years or all, already ten years. Um, but yeah, you need to trade the ASAP. Uh, his injuries are not getting any better. Um, all you need is one more big injury, and you guys are screwed. 
you need to get rid of AD quick. You can get some nice values. You can get some good players. Uh, you can get some picks out of it. You can get some youth out of it, which is something that the Lakers definitely need. Um, I think that uh, really, I think it's all okay. You need to trade AD. You already got a coach. Um, Next thing you need to do is get Kurt and Linda Rambis out of there and stop advising Jeannie Buzz. Uh, you know, that guy is giving her advice and he, his record as a coach is like 30 and 126 or something like that. And he's advising Jeannie Buzz, telling her how to build a team. That's ridiculous. So get him out. But yeah, you need to trade AD. You need to trade Russ. Uh, if not, maybe even, tr- if not, if you had to pick one, I would actually keep Russ and I would trade AD. Um, Russ is an expiring contract, so you can get a lot of teams are going to see some value in that. Uh, so you can trade him for for even more uh, coming down the line, like before the trade deadline, stuff like that, or the season after. I don't think that the Lakers are going to be able to turn it all around in one season. But, uh, but yeah, the main thing to me is trade AD, trade Russ, or use Russ as some sort of asset contract wise not not player wise um but yeah i mean those are the two things uh and get young they have to get young because these these old guys who used to be hall of famers but now they're completely washed up that's not going to work uh but yeah to me it's really just trade those two big guys get those the biggest damage to your salary cap you need to bring that down and you need to keep the one that value that's valued the most, which is LeBron, obviously. So get rid of the other two. But yeah, I think that's what the Lakers need to do. Man, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, they could go a lot of ways. I'm just, I'm, I'm just happy at least Frank Fogel's out, out the picture. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. So is there uh, anything else that we need to touch on before getting out of here? No, man. No, I appreciate you having me on here, man. Um, it was a great time. Great. Every time we, every time we, we chat, we catch up, man, it's a great conversation. Great yep. talking to you, man. And uh, yeah, I, I, I appreciate it, man. And for, you know, for everybody listening, I appreciate you guys going to check out my podcast, man. Um, it's a, a clutch talk, man. And, and Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, it's at clutch talk pod. Uh, so, you know, check us out, man. We drop two episodes, two episodes per week, man. We're always just talking about the NBA, NBA talk show. And um Hey, man, I appreciate you having me on here, and I would love to come back anytime possible. Yeah, man. Yeah, everyone, uh, li- make sure to listen to the Clutch, to- Clutch Talk um, podcast. Uh, I will uh, also talk about it in the intro and after, uh, so don't worry about that. I'll definitely plug you. Uh, but, yeah, um, I'm also going to be posting uh, two episodes a week. Uh, maybe, you know, now that it's the playoffs, maybe we can uh, do a couple episodes together throughout the playoffs. I think that'd Let's be fun. Um, yeah, absolutely. So let's do that. But all right, guys, that's, uh, that's all I have for you. Uh, thank you so much, John, for coming on, uh, the big shot pod. We really appreciate it. It's like you said, it's always fun to have you on. It had been a while. Um, I haven't been able to post a podcast in like two months because my voice had been gone that whole two months and it just came back. So, uh, but yeah, uh, so thank you so much, John, for coming on the big shot pod. Uh, and, um, Yeah, thank you, and we will speak to you next time. Yes, sir. Thanks, man. No problem, man.